As we've been uh, saying this morning, Paul, we're down to the pointy end of the Australian Baseball League with the semi-finals this weekend being played in Brisbane and in Adelaide. I'm delighted to say we have on the line the general manager of the ABL, Paul Gonzalez. How are you, Paul? I'm well, thank you, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, very well, thanks. Uh, we don't want to be too parochial, but we might start in Brisbane in the uh, semi-final between uh, the Brisbane uh, team and Perth. Obviously, uh, two heavyweights of the competition historically and they're uh, out at Newmarket they're uh, sort of facing off uh, a very strong batting team for uh, Brisbane up against some pretty good pitching from Perth I tell you what that is going to be a clash of the Titans you're talking about in the last 11 years there's eight clacks and shields between them Um, so a lot at stake um, a lot of history and and two well-run organizations so look I tell you what um, in that ballpark it it could be uh, any score uh, and I tell you what, it's going to be an exciting game to watch, or game, excuse me. So Brisbane uh, finished on top of the Northern Division with a record of 30 and 10, and Perth second uh, in the Southern with 23 and 17. But as we were told this morning, Brisbane, uh, sorry, Perth are about the only team that troubled Brisbane throughout the year. Yeah, I tell you what, not many did, and, and particularly um, at their stadium, at Viticon Stadium there in, in, in Newmarket. I tell you um the, the, the strength of the Bandits this year has been their, their bullpen. I mean, they've had a lot of strength in the front end with their arms, but their bullpen has been absolutely outstanding across the league. And Perth seems to be the only one that could to crack that, that recipe uh, here at, at home in, in Brisbane. So you know what, it should be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the big series. We're speaking to Phil Hurden from South Australia, who's going to do some commentary work in the semi-final down there between Auckland and uh, Adelaide teams. And he was telling us that Viticon Stadium, uh, not the biggest stadium uh, floating around. And people like TJ Bennett, I think, set a home one record this year, and Donald Lutz and Bob Moore. Um, there could be plenty of action if you get out there and have a look. Well, I tell you what, it will be. And depends on which way the wind's blowing, which looks like weather's going to be good and wind's going to be flying slightly out to to right center. So, um, and TJ's had a big year. I mean, breaking the, the home run record with 17 this year, and he actually did it in Auckland of all places with the, with the grand slam, uh, in round 10. But, uh, look, it's been exciting baseball. We, we, as a league, we're, we're excited. Um, we didn't expect to see, uh, these teams in, in the ladder. Everybody was anticipating Melbourne was going to be mm. the front runner with the strength, but it's been balanced. Um, and it really came down to round 10. Uh, in, in deciding who would actually make the, the, the last spots. So um, Adelaide, another one. I, I think there's going to be an exciting series there. Uh, Auckland played really strong against Brisbane, and they split against Brisbane in round 10 at home. So uh, they're not going to lay down. They're going to play good baseball. And once again, another good ballpark to play in in, in, in Adelaide. So another good matchup as well. Now, as far as the Auckland franchise is concerned, Paul, is it mainly dominated by New Zealanders or do they have a, a blend of Aussies plus other overseas uh, players or, or what's what's the makeup? It, that's a really good question. Look, part of the makeup is is obviously developing um, and, and the sport in, in New Zealand and Auckland's done a, a really good job. Their makeup is a combination. They've got strong uh, uh, relationship with the Texas Rangers organization, so they've got some U.S. imports. They also have strong ties with Taiwan. So they've had a number of Taiwanese 
athletes play um, and play at major league level as well. And then they've got some emerging athletes coming through uh, just out of New Zealand. So we'd love to see more come through. But once again, um, people forget there are over 900 days since the last time that Auckland played. So it's a long period of time to be dormant. But um, once again, they were able to put a good team together and, and, and find up, wind up in the playoffs. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that, uh, Paul, about, uh, you know, one of the benefits of the Auckland team being in the ABL is it develops baseball in New Zealand. I'm just sort of racking my brain thinking about Olympics and those sort of things. I can't recall a New Zealand baseball team. Where are they in terms of world standard? I mean, are they on the rise? Have they ever been prominent? Oh, look, they are on the rise. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, the youth uh, under-23s were hosted in Auckland this year and, and they actually beat Australia. Um mm. So they are on the rise. They're emerging, obviously, a strong softball nation and, and rugby union nation. So when you lose those type of athletes, it's, it's hard to develop your elite athletes in, in baseball. And the same even in Australia. Um, you know, all the other codes, um, you know, have great recruitment programs. And you look at some of the, the talent that comes through the system. Um, we've had Graham Lloyds, the David Nielsens of the world, and, and, and Liam Hendricks currently pitching in Chicago. But... Look, those great athletes there, it's so hard to, to retain them um, just because the, the other codes are so so strong and, and dominant in their in their development programs. Paul, uh, we know this has got a this competition has a huge following in Asia. You mentioned Taiwan there, but Korea as well. Uh, a lot of eyes seem to be able to find this competition. Oh, look, um, I tell you what, Korea was interesting. Um, we looked at some data, and they they have a, a fan reach of. 33 million. Um, I think this year they hit 1.6 million viewers overall, just as a single team, with the high viewers of over 400,000 um, in in their first game, and they average about 130,000, 140,000 per game. So, look, the interest is huge, um, and also leading into the World Baseball Classic, I think there was a few eyeballs in Australia this year uh, based on their pool um, and and where they're going to have to go through to to qualify for the next round. So. I think there was some Taiwanese and some Korean eyes uh, seeing what Australia was doing at the ABL this year. You mentioned uh, the name David Nilsson before. Um, I think, uh, Paul, and you'd probably agree, he'd probably be one of the most underrated uh, sportsmen uh, in Australia. <laughs> oh, he's great uh, achievement. Considering he? what he's done in the United <laughs> States, and he sort of flies below the radar. He's sort of, you don't sort of see him around. What is he still involved with the Bandits or Australian baseball? What's he doing at the moment? Both, mate. Both. I mean, the, the sport's very fortunate to retain him. Um, he, he has one of the, and I was fortunate enough to play with David in, uh, in two Olympics and, and watch him play throughout the ABL and obviously have success in major leagues. But um, really humble individual, very – he was a master of, of his trade. But um, we're fortunate. Team Australia have him as head coach, so he manages uh, the, the national program. Uh, and the Bandits still have him at, at the realms. And once again, um, led, the, led the ABL in, in, in wins this year and, and, and trying to take his team to the, his fifth Claxon Shield uh, in, in the last few years. So – yeah, we're fortunate to have his his mind. Um, we also have Graham Lloyd, who another quiet achiever. He's yep. got two World Series rings with the New York Yankees. It's not like you say that every day. And, <laughs> and this year in the ABL, Peter Moylan, um, a longtime Atlanta Braves farmhand and, and World Series ring, ring winner as well. John Diebel still involved. So we still have a lot of great baseball people involved, which is great for our emerging, our current talent. 
Paul, have we got many uh, US franchises that are keen to sort of form an affiliation with the ones here in Australia and send some of their emerging players here for the ABL season? Well, they do already, which, um, coincidentally enough, um, David also does a little bit of work with uh, Milwaukee Brewers as well. So Milwaukee's partnered with the um, Brisbane Bandits. Uh, in Adelaide, they have a partnership with the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, and this year, Brisbane had a few athletes from Kansas City. So um, in Sydney, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates are heavily tied into that organization. So every team has an affiliated partnership um, with them. I think the only one that doesn't would be Melbourne, but they still have a few representatives from affiliated clubs. The, the plus of the ABL, it's sanctioned by Major League Baseball. So we're approved for um, the emerging talent from the U.S. to play in the league. Um, we have to meet a number of compliance standards, um, primarily around safety. Because um, mm-hmm. people don't realize that some of the emerging athletes that do come to the programs They've signed for multi-million dollar signing bonuses, so there's a lot invested in these young athletes and they're looking at their progression to the major leagues. And, Paul, I mean, a a lot of sports we know uh, came out of COVID in a different state, you know, and some quite healthy, uh, some were sort of uh, very much uh, struggling. In terms of uh, financially, how is uh, baseball going in Australia and in terms of quality of the, the competition, where do you think we currently sit? That's a, that's a really good question. I think... I think we recovered well. Um, we're not a big sport, so I know the bigger codes, particularly with their, their TV agreements at Jeopardy, it was it's like moving the Titanic. You've got to, mm-hmm. It's a lot to move. We're a little bit more agile. Um, so we did recover well. It was great that the, the U.S. and the Asian partnerships um, were aligned with us, and it was really important for us to realign ourselves with the two international sites, one being uh, New Zealand and the other one being uh, Geelong, Korea. Um, we're also lucky that each of the license holders are invested. Um, so that investment is really what really drives the ABL. Um, it's, it's, it's corporate investment into, into baseball, which allows Baseball Australia as a governing body to, to manage the competition, the rules and, and the oversight, build the scheduling, and then build uh, the platforms for to be able to, to stream our content and get it out to the public. So um, recovery, I think we're in a really good good position mm. um all eight teams have come back with with positive feedback um they're they're re-energized to be back in the competition and really the last two rounds data showed that our ticket sales had been the strongest that we'd ever seen in a number of years so um, for baseball we feel we're in a really good space and then obviously we're seeing the emerging talent coming up and now they've got a pathway um to excel too Paul, unfortunately, we're not too far away from news time. So if you want to see a Claxton Shield semi-final here in Brisbane this weekend, (laughs) get along to Viticorn Stadium, Friday night, 6 p.m. Is that correct? That's correct. And then again on Saturday? And then again on Saturday, and then they've got a 2 o'clock on Sunday if required. Yeah, but but we can tell by your voice you don't think it'll be required. It'll be the Bandits in two. Well, I I think it's going to be three. I really do. I think they're that evenly matched, and uh, I think it'll come down to the third decider. No, good heavens. That's it for you then, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And what what about Adelaide? (laughs) I think, well, you know what? I think they'll go three as well. I think they're both evenly matched, and anything can happen in three games. So I think the way they set up their rotations, the way they use their bullpen, it'll come down to who does the little things and executes. Good on you, Paul. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, mate. Good luck for the weekend. We'll catch up soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good day.